Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. This might not just be the answer to my prayers, but the industry. You know, I mean, this could be a, a total game changer. I'm Delia Colon, and this is The Zest. Citrus, seafood, Spanish flavor, and southern charm. The Zest celebrates cuisine and community in the Sunshine State. This week, a vodka that honors the spirit of the panhandle. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Harrison Holditch has heard the jokes. Florida man, redneck Riviera, and so on. The Sunshine State and the Panhandle in particular, yes, can be an easy target. But Harrison and his brother-in-law, who owned Distillery 98 in Santa Rosa Beach, wanted to make something their town could be proud of. The distillery's name, by the way, is a nod to U.S. Highway 98, which hugs the Emerald Coast. So during the glass shortage of 2021, the guys got the idea for half-shell vodka. It's a spirit made with Florida corn, filtered with Florida oysters, and sold in a bottle made of recycled cardboard. You've got to hold this thing. It's a trip. I got to experience it for myself when Harrison recently road-tripped from the Panhandle to Tampa Bay to spread the word about half-shell vodka. I met up with him to discuss the inspiration for the spirit, Harrison's commitment to repping the Panhandle, and his favorite ways to enjoy the beverage. We chatted on the patio of the hotel where Harrison was staying. Yeah, so it was during the pandemic, right, 2020, everything's going crazy. Bottle sales of alcohol, it was wild. And a big thing that happened during the pandemic was there was this scare going on about aluminum cans and the beer industry and everything. And our whole thought process was, what's going to happen to glass? Because we're about I think we're in anywhere from two to five years in craft distilling from behind craft brewing, the trends and everything. And I started seeing the writing on the wall. It was what happens when our glass distributor comes to us and says, okay, you got to buy this amount. And if we're a small craft distillery, we can't buy that amount. We don't have enough to store it. They were throwing numbers out, hundreds of thousands of bottles. And it's that was just not practical for us. And us being in a beach town, we were trying to figure out how do we pivot from here. If there is a glass shortage, do we go aluminum? We don't want to put our spirits in an aluminum product because there's a shortage right now of aluminum, first of all. And then so we started down this path of what other packaging is there? And of course, there's plastic, right? Everyone's familiar with plastic spirits. And that wasn't a good route for us either because I don't want to say it, it cheapens your product, but you think plastic bottle, you know, that and obviously environmentally, like that was just not a thing that we wanted to do. We wanted to stay away from plastic as much as possible in everything that we do, not just the container. And then one of my buddies, he's in the wine industry. He showed me, he's, I have this cardboard bottle thing. I'll bring it, I'll bring it to the distillery. And he brought it up and I held it and I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, 
what is this? And he told me a little bit about it. It's a product made in the UK in a brand new company called Frugal Pack. And so I was like, all right, this might not just be the answer to my prayers, but the industry. This could be a, a total game changer. So I got in contact with the Frugal guys in the UK and I get on the phone. Hey, I'm my name's Harrison Holditch and I want to put a vodka in your bottle from Florida. And it's hilarious because it's all these British people. They're like, what are you talking about? Who is this nut from Florida that wants to put a spirit in this bottle? Because they were did it for wine and everything else. And we made great contacts with it, with Malcolm and Kindle out there in Frugal Pack. The whole Florida man thing but precedes all of our reputations, unfortunately. But in, I just started talking with those guys and getting a little more information and I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to pull the trigger because we'd be the first spirit in the U.S. with their product. I saw this as not just the future for Distillery 98, but the future for our industry. There's a lot of things that we do at the distillery that we probably take the long way around just because we believe in it, whether that's connecting with our farmers to make sure that the corn that's grown for us is good corn. They're conscious about what they're putting into it, no pesticides or anything like that. We're working with them. We're working with other farmers that our spent grain goes back to those farms to feed cows and pigs and everything else. And the water that we use to cool down our equipment, that's geothermal water that we bring up. We cool down our equipment and we put it back into the ground, right? So there's a lot of things that we were already doing that we really wanted to be conscious about it, even though there's a lot of people that would say that's useless. You're not cutting corners. You're doing it the hard way. And we might be doing it the hard way, but it's it's the way that we think that this industry deserves that kind of a respect, especially a craft product like what we're doing. So we started doing that. And us being in the beach town that we're at, Grayton Beach, it, year after year, it's rated one of the top beaches by Dr. Beach of Forbes. And so we, we felt an obligation to our community and to our beach to let's try and cut down on everything that we can when it comes to reduce, reuse, recycle, the three R's. And so this product, the cardboard bottle, just made so much sense to us. That's a six times less carbon footprint than a glass bottle. But even though it's being shipped from the UK, it has a smaller carbon footprint than if we were to have a glass bottle manufactured in the States. I actually learned this a few months ago that it's a bigger carbon footprint to recycle glass than it is to actually make it. Wow. Um, yeah, and they say that realistically the best thing to do with your spent glass bottles is just throw it in your local potholes and fill in potholes. Because it's like, what else do you do with it? You throw <laughs> it did. away. I did just paint a wine glass and put a plant in it. Beautiful. <laughs> and bottle, yeah. That's a, good, that's a great way to recycle glass. A lot of people think... I'm going to put my glass in the glass pile and my paper in the paper pile and all that other kind of stuff. It is great that people are being that conscious, and I think there needs to be more of it. But when you really learn it, glass is just so hard to recycle. And so it just fits our personality of the distillery, what we want to accomplish, the things that we're trying to change in the industry for the better, right? To get away from the plastics, to get away from all this other stuff that especially my generation, we really want to take care of not just our planet, our communities, right? It all starts in your local community and grows out that way. We know we're not going to change the world, but we can do our part, right? We can help a little bit here and there. And that was a huge part of why we changed to the frugal bottle was you talk the talk and walk the walk. It's nice to say, oh yeah, we'll recycle our grain, but then you got 
all this stuff on the backside and it's, do you really care? Or is it just, just nice, good hit words that you're saying? For sure. Okay. Looking at the bottle again, it's very eye-catching. It's like a sky blue and it says half shell vodka. So this is now your flagship vodka. That is that, that blue, obviously we're right by the water. We're from the Emerald Coast. You get obviously that it's named the Emerald Coast because of that, the beautiful emerald water. We get this beautiful, clean water out there that you really don't get to see too many places in the U.S. So we wanted that to reflect. And, of course, we have the half shells, the oysters on the half shell there. We're surrounded by oyster farmers up in the panhandle. Oysters are a big part of our community. And we actually filter our vodka with oyster shells and coconut carbon. That's wild. Okay, it says on the bottle, natural oyster shell filtered vodka. Yeah. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. How do you even do that? No, that was something that we learned at the very beginning. It was like, what's going to set you apart? What's going to be your thing? And that's our nod to the area, right? It's to the Gulf Coast, where we're from, but it's to the everyday person that doesn't matter if you're the richest person or not. Everyone loves to just go to that bar, sit down, have a half dozen raw oysters and a cold beer or a nice vodka drink. And so we really wanted to be a vodka for the people in our area. And so we incorporated the oyster shells. A really cool thing about oysters is they're the natural filters to our gulf and our bays and our oceans. So they're in those bays. As the rivers drain into the gulf, all that dirt and everything that comes into it, those oysters take that, they filter that water, and it's cleaner water when it comes out. And not just that, their byproduct is a pearl. And so as we can, how do we make the pearl of a vodka? And it's with the oyster shells, with that coconut carbon. It was just such a good story for our brand. And so we actually clean the oyster shells. We make sure that there's no protein on there. So that's where that that shellfish allergy comes from is the protein of the oyster itself, not from the shell. Like people think shellfish allergies, oh, it's the shell. But the shell itself is pretty much just calcium and other earth minerals. And so what it does, it, it helps balance that pH just a little bit. So any acids or anything else like that, it neutralizes that as well as the carbon that helps as well. That was far nod to the area, to those guys that are farming oysters and working with their hands, working hard every single day so we can enjoy those on the beach at their bars and restaurants and everything. It was, hey, we see you, we recognize you guys, and we obviously appreciate you. Support comes from Adelaide Interiors. Their design team can expertly manage every detail of your renovation and remodeling project from start to finish. From bathrooms to kitchens, appliances, cabinets, countertops, flooring, and coverings. More at Adelaide.com. panhandle it says yeah. at the top 100 florida corn panhandle quality and then at the bottom it says produced in the florida panhandle yeah why was it so important for you to put the panhandle front and center because it is the butt of a lot of jokes it is but you gotta rep it you gotta hey this is our town this is our our home and we love this area and the people up there are so good they're so kind and everything like that and every time you say oh we're from florida 
people always have these connotations, whether it's good or bad or whatever it is, they think. And sometimes they think it's, oh, so you're like Miami or you're Disney World or whatever it is. It's like the panhandle just gets forgotten a lot of the times. We have Tallahassee and Pensacola and where we're from, Panama City and Destin. And it's, I went there for MTV Spring Break, the Panama City. And I get that, but there's so much more to it. Our waters are beautiful. The fishing's great up there. We have wonderful natural springs. We really wanted a product that was as proud as the people that are there that live there to be as proud as, hey, this is where we're from. No shame. This is what we are. But hey, not only that, they call it Redneck Riviera, but look at us bringing in this recyclable product, really being conscious about it. And I think it was really important for us to not just create some brand because that's super easy to do. We have a distillery. We make everything by hand. We don't bring any outside spirits. And so we were really proud of the people that we work with, the farmers, everything. We wanted this, I keep saying it, we wanted this to be a product for our people in that area that they can be really proud of where, hey, have you had our Panhandle vodka before when people come to visit us and those other people that, that rep other brands of vodka wherever state they're from and everything, we wanted someone to be, hey, you should try this. This is where I'm from. This is my vodka. Try it. And that's what we really wanted to bring to the table. So how does it taste? Yeah. I'm guessing it doesn't taste like fish. <laughs> no. How does yeah. it taste and what is your favorite way to enjoy the vodka? Yeah, you are going to get a little sweetness right on the front. That's from that corn that comes out. So you get a sweetness and then it's nice and smooth. It's 18 times distilled. So that our column's the 18 plate column. So as soon as it hits your palate, it, you're left with that sweetness and it dissolves right off there. So you're not stuck with any oiliness or dryness or anything is very palatable my favorite way to drink it if i'm feeling fancy i'll just do a martini it makes a wonderful martini vodka that sweetness is right there just a little bit of olive juice balances out a little saltiness from that olive juice and then the sweetness from the vodka itself makes a wonderful martini another one is a bloody mary with that spiciness and then the sweetness of the vodka that plays very well being in Florida, of course, our distiller, he's a, you put it on the rocks and you put a splash of Publix lemonade on there and you're set. You always got to have the Publix lemonade on site, on hand, just a little dash in there and it's great. Ooh, that sounds really refreshing. Yeah. So did you grow up in Florida? No, actually I grew up in Texas, but we've been vacationing our whole lives in Florida. And so it's always been the second home to me. It didn't matter if it was fall, winter, summer, we were driving over to Florida, the Destin area. Our family's big beach family, not so many good beaches in Texas. And so that was one thing that it always felt we were in Texas or in Florida. And then I eventually decided, hey, look, this was the place for me. I've been here and honestly, it's felt more home to me than really anywhere I've ever lived. Like I said, the friends we've made, the people that are there and everything. It's, I can't say enough good things about the area. A lot of people are transplants. And so everyone's, they're coming from all over the country and all over the world, really. And they're calling this place their home. And so everyone's just in a great mood. You're escaping everything else. It seems like it's just an escape place in the best possible way. And everyone's trying to make friends. Everyone's being friendly. So it's just been a, it's been a blessing for our family to be there, definitely.
Very cool. So tell me a little bit about Distillery 98. It sounds like you were already in business before you got the mm-hmm. idea for the half shell vodka. So if I visited the distillery, can I take a tour? What's going on there? Paint a picture for me. Yeah, we actually opened our doors late of 2019, obviously just in time for the Great pandemic. Great timing. Yeah, for everyone. <laughs> we went the route of doing the hand sanitizer for a little bit there. Florida was open for better or for worse. We went right back into making spirits. We had a brand called Dune Laker. We still make in-house. It's our higher premium vodka that we make. And so we really felt the need after COVID had happened, we really wanted to adjust, okay, everyone had some hard times, right? So we wanted to make a vodka that was more for the people. And that's why we switched to our half shell product. Not just that, obviously the packaging and everything else. What the distillery, you can come in there. We got wonderful staff amazing bartenders that are always creating some really cool cocktails. We have a vodka old-fashioned on our menu, and a lot of people come in there, and that kind of surprises them. And we have some awesome cocktails as well. We're open every single day from 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock. This summer, we'll probably open up just a little bit later, come in and have a nice martini at night. Beautiful setting in there, nice big cypress table wood top table in there, a bar that you can come and sit at and enjoy a spirit. Big, nice big garage door in the back that leads into a nice patio space. Upstairs lounge with some TVs, some nice couches and everything. It's a good hangout spot. You don't have to feel like you have to have a cocktail. We have kombucha and all this other stuff. It's a place that we built just for the people that can come and hang out. We're growing our tasting room out. That's been a lot of fun for us, being able to try new cocktails. It's just been fun. It's been great for the community. We throw events there, private events and regular events, and have some music out, food trucks, all that kind of fun stuff. It's been really enjoyable. Very fun. And you've said we a couple of times, so who's in this with you? It's my brother-in-law, David, so he's the head distiller. So it's him, us two, and then we have a couple other people. Sarah, she's our office manager, Tara, our bar manager. And I say we because I really don't think of this as a me, a my brand and everything. So it takes a village to run this thing. And everyone brings such unique things to it. Even our marketing and events girl, Allie. There's just so many people that every single day, everyone's doing something that betters our community, betters our product, betters the distillery. So I say we just because it's there's no way I can do this by myself. For sure. And then finally, for people hearing this who can't make it to the amazing yeah. distillery with the TVs and yeah. the cool wood table, where can they find the vodka? Yeah, we just got into distribution in March. Major locations are from Pensacola to Tallahassee. That's our big location. You can find them um, most privately owned liquor stores, some bars and restaurants throughout the Panhandle. Here in Tampa, kind of all over the place around here, a bunch of different liquor stores. You can even find us in Jacksonville and then a couple locations all the way down to Key West. Wow. Yeah, so we're growing pretty quickly. We're really focused on the state of Florida right now with eventual growth plan. Like I said, we want to take care of our communities first. I love that. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. We've talked to a handful of people who started businesses or revved up their businesses during the pandemic and are just like off to the races. And I love that. Yeah, it's definitely been tough, but you see all these success stories and it's why not us? Why can't we do this? And you can, but you just, it is hard work. So I will say that that's one thing that it's an everyday thing. It's 
working every day. It's bettering yourself every day. It's learning from those mistakes, which we've made a million mistakes. And But you got to take those little wins. And those little wins mean everything when you're building a business. And being able to share that with your team and everyone's, oh my gosh, we got into this store. And you're just throwing your own personal dance party with the team and everything. And so it's awesome. It's really cool to see. And it's really cool to see. We're a young team, right? Everyone on our teams is under 40. And so all of us learning and growing together has been a real joy. Amazing. Yeah. And you can celebrate your wins with some half-shell vodka. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Find us all over the state. If you're in the Panhandle, come check out the distillery. And we hope that we can not just be at the distillery, but in, in your house, on your liquor shelf. Excellent. Yeah. Harrison, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I appreciate it this. Was fun. This is awesome. <laughs> Harrison Holditch is co-founder and CEO of Distillery 98. He shared a few recipes that you can make using the distillery's signature half-shell vodka. Find them on our website, thezestpodcast.com. I'm Dalia Colon. I produce The Zest with Andrew Lucas. Our digital team includes Alexandria Ebron and Chandler Balcom. The Zest is a production of WUSF Public Media. Copyright 2023. Part of the NPR Network.